Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another goddamn episode of the Philosopher's Stoned podcast with me, Jordan Strauss, and he, Sam LeBoon. Not bad this time. Not great. Not bad. <laughs> What's going on, Sam? How's uh, the weather well, out in the T dot? We got blazing. We got bla- uh, blistering heat here. We're up until like almost uh, 30, I think, right now. I'm drinking We, a, uh, we hit 30. We hit 30 back in mid-April. Oh. Since we hit 30 for about three days in a row in mid-April, and then since then, it's been cold and rainy every single day. Couldn't sustain that. Couldn't sustain that level of greatness, huh? Well, I'm drinking a Mexican beer looking out at ah, my yard. Nice. That has become an absolute disaster as far as weeds go. Uh, no one in my family knows what the hell they're doing when it comes to a yard, and we have a big yard this year so i don't know what to do i've tried mowing it and by the time i get to one side i finished mowing i got to start mowing it's like it's like the uh, san francisco bridge out there but for for grass what you know, <laughs> golden gate bridge what yeah sorry the so golden confused. gate bridge okay the golden what gate does bridge. bridge have to do with your lawn? Oh, i thought this was like a common uh piece of lore uh <laughs> That people when they paint it, by the time they get from one end to the other, it's time to start painting the uh, beginning again. So it's just like a cycle of (laughs) painting and repainting. Sounds like bullshit now that I'm saying out loud. Like, how long does it take to paint this? Maybe if it takes years to paint the bridge, by the time you get to one end, the other end has already started to like chip off. Yeah, it probably depends on how big their brushes are. I mean, I'm sure that factors in a small degree. <laughs> I think there's probably modern equipment that does it. Does it even need to be painted? Like, I don't know what the hell. I'm talking about. I just heard that once, and now that's my yard. That they gotta they gotta keep that bridge that red color. It's <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna. Make you should a get a, a ride mower. I, oh, no, suicide that's, joke. The, uh, that's the plan. Is we're gonna get a ride on mower because then it becomes less of a hassle and more of a pleasure. Pleasure. Um. It's uh, but the yard itself is so fraught with bumps and stumps and rocks and stuff. It's just not fun. It's not fun, and it's all weeds. It's literally all weeds. So, ew. We're gonna have to uh, call in a professional (laughs) and get some some advice here. But um, and oh man, you're gonna have to rototill the shit out of that. That's what we think. You're gonna have to rent an excavator to get the stumps out. We can't get any heavy equipment down to our yard. There's no access anywhere. Whoa. Our neighbor's going to let us go through their yard with the, the neighbor will let us go through the yard with the ride on mower, but there's no way they're letting like heavy machinery go over their Mm. lawn. Their their lawn, that's what makes me feel bad is my neighbor's lawn is pristine. And uh, I think he just must look over in disgust at us. Well, they should know that their property value will go up if they're next to a nice looking place. And it goes down if they're next to a dump. So the one thing we have going for us is you can't see our backyard from the road at all. It's it's all the other neighbors back onto our yard. So we're like in the middle of everybody looking at our shitty yard. Um, But yeah, we're supposed to get like an insane amount of rain. There's flood warnings all day, every day right now about the Mission Creek overflowing. So that might happen this weekend. And we're not far from the Mission Creek. If it does overflow, we will effectively be cut off from uh, a good 90% of the city where we are right now. Um, 
damn, and then you'll s- slowly descend into barbarism. Yeah, it's going to be like the floodwaters don't go down, and then we become like we evolve differently because we've been separated <laughs> by geographical. It's like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we. You ever seen the movie Time Machine? Where like half of humanity lives underground. It's going to be like that. Oh we're yeah, gonna, the the Morlocks and yeah. the, uh we're going to do uh, what are the people who live the Elwy or something. Elwy. Yeah, I'm not good with names. Um, yeah, that's such a fascinating. Uh, story about how the human race diverges into those two different um evolutionary paths that scene when they jump out of the ground and steal people like it traumatized me as a kid oh so traumatized me yeah those things i was scared by the wishbone version of that (laughs) there was a wishbone version yeah wishbone did the time machine and that scared the (laughs) hell out of me (laughs) that motherfucker got up to he 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 got around he got around (laughs) for a dog and he couldn't even tell the, his tales. That's what. That's what's crazy. I mean, the tales. Yeah, he were didn't told. talk, did he at all? He just no. It was not a talk. Costumes dog. and stuff. <laughs> just, just helping out. He definitely knew what costumes he was supposed to put on. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Was it a little? Uh, was he a little terrier? A little? Yeah, I think he was a white terrier. White terrier. Okay. Um, white terror. <laughs> the white terror. Anyway. Um, so yeah, it could be incoming floods, could be cut off from society for a bit here. Um, could be chaos, could evolve into chaos. I could be eating my cats within a week. I could be eating my oh, cats man. within a week. Hunger so, Games. Yeah. Your District 12 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But right now it's blazing, blazing saddles out there. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Wow. It is... Uh... Out here, we have this little thing going on called the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know if you know what that is out in uh, BC there, but uh, yeah, I it's see going people on right now. posting about it on Facebook, and that's about my entire knowledge of it. I think they're playing a game as we're recording. Um, I heard a crazy it? stat, or well, well, this I don't know. We shouldn't maybe we shouldn't talk too much about hockey. I don't know if anyone listening cares. I don't even really care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's in it. I know there's the Tampa Bay Lightning or a team. And the oh, Kraken. they just got eliminated. The okay. Toronto eliminated them. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't right. really care either, but like I do. Who's the favorite? If if Who's the favorite? Um, yeah. Like Vegas odds, favorite to win the Stanley Cup? Sure. Uh, let's see. The favorites are the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. But it's pretty close. It's pretty like close, honestly. None of them... They're all... Everyone's pre- pretty... It's pretty close. I'll say it's pretty close. All right, I'll believe you. I do... Yeah. I will say, yeah. I do like watching playoff hockey. I just... I don't... Oh, I don't, yeah, it's fun. I don't really care about who's playing or who wins or anything. I just like that it's like the most intense playoffs in all of sports. Yeah, I, I just like the the ability to like feel feel better about myself because the team from the same geographic location as me won. That's it nice, makes me feel good. If Toronto wins, <laughs> you're getting that jersey the next day, right? <laughs> I'm getting the hat, getting the jersey, <laughs> sheets for the bed. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember when Vancouver was in the in the finals back. You know the riot. Um, Yes. A lot of people buying jerseys at that time. I remember everyone knew there would be a riot if they lost. 
And uh, I feel like people in Toronto just don't care anymore if the Leafs lose. So there, well, will, there the will only be a riot. Won? When's the last time they won? Well, here's playoff? the crazy stat, right? Until they just, for the first time in 20 years, they won a playoff series this year. Oh. Yeah. Damn, so suck, until this right? year, th- this was the stat. Until this year, there was not a single active NHL player who had lost a playoff series to the Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the stat until a few days oof. ago. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big oof. Um, yeah. Wow, wild. Um, Dune 2 coming out. I'm excited for that. Um, lots of people found it boring, apparently. I found it really, really good. But we'll see. We'll see about the second one. I know you don't want to watch the trailer or anything, but uh, it does look pretty good. Yeah, very exciting. One thing Dune does not have going for it is a uh, a, ver- a, a, dyna- a dynamic color palette. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, that's uh, a problem. It's very one note color wise, which might be why some people found it boring. It might have contributed to it, anyways. Yeah, that's a problem. I think this time they might might have some better stuff going on, but because there's more uh, stuff with the anyway. I don't know. I don't want to spoil things, but All right, don't. I spoil think part it. two is going to be pretty epic. Is it just part one and part two, or are they going to do? Three. He just split the first book into two movies, I think. Oh, as far okay. as I know. I would, well, I would be very pissed off if they split it into three. I would be very upset. <laughs> like The Hobbit? The that Hobbit. I can't sense. believe they tried to stretch that shit into three movies. Oh, my God. Well, they can do a third movie based off the second book in the series. And that concludes Paul's uh, story. Okay. Well, they probably will do that if this one makes money. Um, I think so. Yeah. I, you know, what's funny is I, I know I just talk shit about the Hobbit, but I watched the last Hobbit movie recently because I was watching rings of power and I was more entertained by the third Hobbit movie in three hours than I was in the entire series of rings of power. More happened, more action. I was more, uh, um, what's the word? Power. I cared about the characters more. It's just like it's insane how 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 not good Rings of Power was. Have you seen it? Oh, sorry, you're you're cutting out a little bit there. Oh. Um, well, the bottom line is Rings of Power was a huge disappointment. Is the the point? If it's it if it pales yeah. in comparison to the third Hobbit movie, which was not that great. Yeah, it had uh, Rings of Power had really good visuals, and it like made me feel excited because they were going to all these locations from the Silmarillion, right? But yeah, the uh, the overall story, like it was, I didn't think it was that bad. Like the overall story, I thought it was pretty good. How it's this plot to blow up Mount Doom, basically, and terraform middle earth into mordor i thought that was a pretty cool uh cool idea but it was not well executed at all yeah there's so many plot holes and it it, the i i I was hoping i would be more excited about when they were in numenor because that was like it looked great but this everything that happened there bored the hell out of me Mm mm-hmm 
Just standing around. Anyways, let's fucking get into the shit. What do we got here? What do we got going on? What's the what's the All right. Well, today we are jumping jumping headfirst into metaphysics and philosophy of science and yeah, we're we're jumping headfirst into metaphysics and philosophy of science today. Well, and that's right. My wheelhouse. <laughs> and we're talking about uh, one of the maybe one of the oldest uh, topics of controversy in philosophy, and that is called natural kinds. Okay. K i n d s kinds natural kinds. Okay, I assume so. <laughs> And the philosophers who will be helping us on our journey today. Is there another word that's kinds that's spelt differently? Um, no, but like, I don't know. There, it might, you may have, maybe it's hard to hear the D, like kinds, like the D kind of. Okay, I got it. Is quiet in the, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so the philosophers who are going to be helping us with this, who wrote the great article, are Alexander Bird and Emma Tobin. So thank you to those people. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> if you're listening, I know you're listening. <laughs> All right. So natural kinds, what are natural kinds? Um, to put it, to give examples of them, of things that have been thought of as natural kinds before, uh, we'll have things like uh, bananas, um, maybe a tiger, gold, um, Human beings maybe are a natural kind. Uh, maybe pain and happiness are natural kinds. If you have those examples, do you think you could say some things that you think might be natural kinds? I do. <laughs> Weeds. Weeds. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, trees, uh, uh, birds, anything that's found in nature from what I can tell from what you just said. Yeah. Anything. Okay, that's, yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah. So natural kinds. Let's get a, a definition here. So science. So here's the the explanation for natural kinds. Quote: Scientific disciplines frequently divide the things they study into kinds and theorize about those kinds. To say that a kind is natural is to say that it corresponds to a grouping that reflects the structure of the natural world. Rather than the interests and actions of human beings. Roger that. So the Stanley Cup playoffs are not a natural client. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they would not be a natural kind. Um, yeah, that's like, uh, because it's about, it's not a, well, I don't know. It is a real thing in the world. Like the playoffs really do happen. But they wouldn't exist independently of, our interests and actions. I mean, let's just put it this way. When in relation to like nature, it's arbitrary. Like there's no reason to have the Stanley cup playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so think, think, yeah. So that, that's a good point. Um, think of an, another one you mentioned was weeds. Do you think weeds is a natural kind or do you think weeds is actually a grouping that's based on the interests of human beings? weeds yeah like in your garden garden is a very strong word for what i've got going on here um uh no what weeds have nothing no no i, I mean what 
what and what way are would the weeds in my yard be something that human beings conjured up for what reason all right well think of it like this right so we've 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 said there's a group of plants called weeds yep and this could include lots of different plants even grass could technically be considered a weed if it's in your garden I, but I it suppose. also includes yeah it includes like dandelions um lots of different flowering thistles um lots of these different plants are called weeds but if you actually look at these plants and compare them like dandelions uh grass crabgrass thistles clover these plants have like practically nothing in common uh other than the fact that they're plants they're not actually similar to each other like say like two tigers are similar to each other or you, like you a tiger so? and a lion they're both green they're both got roots in the ground they both need water they both have mitochondria <laughs> they both photosympathize yeah. photosympathize uh with us <laughs> right that's true like all these things are true but it's but they are very different from each other like a dandelion and a clover they don't look anything alike not like say like a leopard and a jaguar they look kind of alike but a dandelion and a and a clover they don't really look alike at all so why yeah. do we group them together as weeds well it's because they're they're things that we don't want in our yard or our garden right but actually in nature they don't have really much in common the thing that they have in common is defined by our interests we don't want them in our garden right um so the fact that humans don't want them somewhere defines them as weeds. Is that true? Or is there an actual like biological? No, that, that's true. That's true. Weeds are defined just as plants that are undesirable in a garden or a yard. There's no you like. You don't want them there. There's just, so like if I had grass, if grass, okay. If grass started growing through the floor in my bedroom, would that be a weed? Um, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, are you sure there's not like a more defined kind you can, of, you can Google it. You can Google it. If you oh, want. yes. I love the opportunity to Google. I love it. Okay. One second. All right. Definition of a weed. Okay. First picture is a picture of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> um, next is marijuana. A weed is a plant considered undesirable. See, I googled weeds. Yeah, there excuse you. me. No, no, carry on. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it looks like you're you're right. They are just defined as a plant considered undesirable in a particular situation growing where it is not wanted. So a grass growing in my bedroom would be a weed, uh, technically. Technically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, oh, that's oh, like a perfect example of something that though, the term weed has no botanical significance. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Weed is not a natural kind. Weeds are not a natural kind because it's a grouping that we sort of put on the world, we impose it on the world because of our interests. 
So okay. we grouped all these plants together as weeds. You got me this time. <laughs> Beat me this time. I should have said plant. <laughs> all right. So that's that's a great um, sort of demonstration of the theory of natural kinds. So natural kinds would say that, all right, weeds are not a natural kind, but grass is a natural kind, they would say. Or like trees are a natural kind. Well, now um, I'm thinking it all depends situationally. Ah, go on. Go a on. tree can be a weed if it's somewhere you don't want it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. If you've yeah. got a peach tree in your apple orchard, that's maybe that's a weed tree. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I mean, if you really don't want a peach tree in your apple orchard, I don't think many people would have a problem about it. It's really <laughs> opinion based. It seems like. Yeah, one person might like a tree yeah. in their bedroom, and one person might not like it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's all comes down to it's all defined by people and what they want and their interests. Hmm. Yeah, so very very interesting. Um, there's lots of there's lots of natural kinds, maybe in chemistry, uh, water, like we said, uh, different elements could be considered natural kinds. So when when you uh, when you look at it like that, it seems like a natural kind is like a category and individual things are like examples of that category. So if we say gold is a natural kind, then little pieces of gold are like part of that natural kind. Okay. Now would gold jewelry be a natural kind? Ah, that's a good question. Jewelry. So jewelry is made by people. But, and what's its similarity in jewelry? The similarity is just that we agree that it counts as jewelry because it shows what we want jewelry to be. Yeah, it's, it's our, it's, it's what we want to use gold for. Yeah. Yeah, so gold would be a natural kind, but jewelry would not be because... What makes something gold is independent of what we care about. If it has a certain number of uh, protons in the nucleus or whatever, then it's gold. It doesn't matter what we think about it. Well, I think it's safe to say all the elements are probably natural kinds, right? Yeah. But then, um, yeah, like chemistry is considered to be the, the ultimate place for natural kinds. Oddly, it used to be species like tigers and trees and stuff like that. But now people think those are not natural kinds anymore, which we'll get to. Interesting. Yeah. So natural kinds, very controversial. Uh, We've said what they are, but a lot of philosophers think that the whole idea of natural kinds is dumb and we got to get rid of it. And some of them, yeah, so we're going to get into that stuff. All right, let's go. Yeah, (laughs) choo-choo. So the first one, (laughs) trains are leaving the station all aboard the natural kinds train. Let's go. All right. So the first, uh, the first theory is sort of the one that we've been probably the one that most people would agree. And that's called naturalism. And naturalism just says that, uh, quote, there are genuinely natural ways of classifying things. Scientific naturalists hold that successful scientific theories represent theory-independent phenomena. 
the theoretical oh, yeah. yeah the theories of science reflect natural divisions in nature for example the periodic system for classifying the chemical elements reflects natural divisions between the elements right and yeah so that's it so there are just that's what they say there are real natural ways that nature is sort of categorized yeah like um different types of rocks right yeah that would that would work like igneous rocks um sure yeah so that that's that's sort of like the common sense almost like the common sense view and that's been the view uh for a long time and i think it goes all the way back to aristotle who thought that we use our minds to we like use we we are we actively use our mind to analyze the world and group things into categories that are real okay yeah so that that's that and it seems to it seems to have worked pretty well like chemistry seems to work pretty well um so it seems seems to to be working but a lot of philosophers are going to say that actually natural kinds don't uh don't exist at all there are no natural ways to divide the world. Every way you try to divide the world is ultimately just based on uh, human interests. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So this so, is called conventionalism. I mean, it's kind of a mind, like hard to like wrap my mind around how you could not see natural divisions in the world like yeah. gas solid liquid right yeah Human, um, humans don't have to exist for that to be a clear distinction yes uh there's a, a term there's a term for this uh apophenia which is means seeing patterns in unrelated things Right. So while it may appear to us that the the world has like these categories um, of things like weeds, for example, maybe just because maybe it might seem that way to us, but it doesn't necessarily seem that way because that's what is the case. That might just be how our, our brains try to make sense of, uh, of the world so that we can survive. Well, I mean, uh, the, the one, arg I mean, if you're thinking about everything's made up essentially of the same part, like of the same, uh, when you get down to it, it's all like quarks and stuff, right? Everybody, <laughs> everything's made of the same basic, everything's made of the same stuff, just arranged in different ways. Uh -huh. I'm out of my depth as you can probably tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe but me. I, I am too. This stuff is crazy. I'm talking about like at the big bang, you know, right at the moment of the Big Bang, there wasn't anything. Uh, there was what electron? I, I, like, what the fuck was happening? Like, like the the elements didn't form until stars formed, right? So, before stars, I mean, there's some elements, right? There must have been elements for stars to form with, right? <laughs> fuck, man, who <laughs> who knows? But I know but like gold is... and stuff like that, like the heavy yeah. elements form in stars. I know that much. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, 
Well, I think right at like the very beginning, it would have, I mean, the first element would be hydrogen and then the heavier elements would be created later. But yeah, I, I honestly don't know. But it is interesting that like the the ancient philosophers all thought that the universe began or like that all matter is ultimately at the base of everything there. Everything is made of the same thing. Like even they thought this, the ancient. Yeah. It's all protons and neutrons. It's just there are whatever's inside of those quarks and fucking whatever the quantum shit's going on now these days. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's crazy that they imagine that without like having any knowledge of microscopes or microscopic things. Yeah. I mean, literally they predicted atoms like without any knowledge of it. It's pretty crazy. I feel like that there's some, I've this, I mean, it reeks of psychedelic, you know, I feel like if people have been eating psilocybin mushrooms throughout history, there's a good chance that they're getting some of these epiphanies while they're balls deep in a trip. Do you think the mushrooms are trying to teach us something? I do. We're not very good at learning. (laughs) We're not learning. (laughs) Not very good at learning at all. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so conventionalism. So we, we've just talked about naturalism, which is the idea that reality really is sort of, uh, you could say carved into categories and we are able to discern these categories in nature, like elements and things like that. Conventional. No. So the opposite of that view is conventionalism, which is the view that natural kinds do not exist independently of the scientists who talk about them. Mm-hmm. Cause so, it's like, is this gold or is it, you know, this amount of protons and neutrons, uh, like it all comes down to protons and neutrons and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everything's made of the same stuff. So it's not yeah. really separate. It's all the same stuff arranged in different ways. Right. Like a yeah. snowman is a snowman, but it's mostly just it's snow, right? Snow. So, every, yeah. Snow. Every snowflake is actually unique. So They're someone might think that <laughs> the snow on the ground and the snow in the and, and the snowman are, are different objects, but they're all the same, just arranged in a certain way. Yeah. So uh, I feel extra stupid today. <laughs> well this this is like this is the best kind of philosophy when you confront your everyday common sense view of the world and start to try and pick it apart yeah it's really painful it's painful (laughs) so so conventionalism uh so there's two kinds of conventionalism uh there's weak conventionalism which says that okay there might be natural uh properties or sorry natural categories but we'll never be able to define them because if they do exist like we were saying they will only exist in the quote shared imperceptible microstructural properties of things right so is there a point where when you get when you just start breaking things up into what they're made of you actually get distinct categories or is it just oh there's these two things are made of the same thing if you go deeper into it. Um, yeah, exactly. It's all vibrations, so that's, that's man. Everything's a vibration. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. They're all just uh, plucked on the strings of time. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's that's weak conventionalism. So weak conventionalism says we think we see natural kinds, but we we are not actually seeing real natural kinds. If there are real natural kinds, they're actually imperceptible to us and they're based on atoms and things like that. And then there and then there's strong conventionalism which says nope, not even microstructural natural kinds. They don't exist. Uh, everything we think of as a natural kind is just something we've made up for our own purposes. So elements, we those aren't real natural divisions in nature. We make them up because it helps us to do chemistry. It helps us think about things better. It serves our purpose. You know what? I kind of agree with these guys. They don't believe the bullshit. They all know <laughs> it's a goddamn quark. It's just quarks piled on each other in different ways, but it's all quarks or whatever the new thing is. Um, but it, I mean, they're not wrong. It, 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 take any object and you zoom in far enough. It's all going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's very interesting how things uh, sort of boil down and, and look the same. Uh, and then, so this convent, strong conventionalism, uh, they apply it not just to chemistry, but you could apply it as well in anything. So I don't know if, like, I don't know if we'll go into this or not, but like, for example, you might consider whether genders are natural kinds. So males and females are those natural kinds. Strong conventionalism. No. Well, very hot topic. Yeah. Very hot. Topic. I feel like strong conventionalism is going to say no to everything. So. Yeah, strong conventionalism will say, no, these kinds, like all kinds, are used by us because it's convenient for us to assign people to particular social roles. So that's it. That's what the strong conventionalist would say. And then, uh, yeah, but they, that, that, that would be a fierce, uh, fierce debate on that one, whether male and female are natural kinds or not. Interesting. Um, the conventionalists would say no, obviously. Um, but, uh, like, are we talking it all depends. about, it all depends on like what, uh, what counts, right? So say you believe in natural kinds, say you are a, you're a naturalist. Do you think natural okay. kinds are real? Yes. You will say, okay, well, what does it, what does it mean to be a male or a female? Like, how do you well, know if I, something is or not? I, in my mind, I just like, Male and female, uh, you know, sex organs are different things and you need to combine the two to procreate. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, I don't really feel there's any strong definition. Yeah, like for like for sex, it's just based on on the sex organs. Um, yeah, it's basically what all the ingredients you need to make another organism are. You, you just you did. One plus one equals another thing, right? So you need to have the, the uh, if you want to do it naturally anyways, you need to have a vagina, uterus, ovaries, <laughs> balls, <laughs> yeah, jizz, penis. All those things need to come into play. Um, but outside of that, I don't think there's that much real distinction. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that that's interesting because like even, even there, like, yeah, because here, yeah, that's a good point. Like, let's look at like sex organs because- both men and women sometimes are born without 
some of the sex organs that they would normally have. Right. Women can be born without a uterus. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've like looked into all these different ways people can be born, but there's lots of different ways people can be born with different sex organs. And so we might be like, damn, well, they still seem male and female, but the sex organs aren't doing it. Maybe we need to look into the cells and then you'll look in the cells and you'll think, oh, okay. Males have, uh, an X chromosome and a Y chromosome and females have two X chromosomes. And maybe that's how you define gender as like what your chromosomes are. Yeah. I mean, but even that then is like, how is that useful to us? Like, does that, would anyone care if like, does anyone really care what chromosome someone has? Like when they're trying to determine if they're male or female, is it useful for us to delineate society based on, what kind of chromosomes you have. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not really. I don't not know if it either. serves much purpose. Hmm. Yeah. I, it I seems like the main, uh, the main, like the categories that we care about most when it comes to gender, like the social roles that people have and the clothes that they wear, those seem to be pretty conventional to me. Yeah. I, but, there's also, you know, biology, like bone density and stuff like that, obviously. Yeah, that's um, true. Size. Uh, there are things. Yeah, that there's definitely, like, there's like, there's going to be physical differences for sure. Yeah. And those might be important in some, in some ways, but really it's like, it's not very, I don't Especially feel like when people. In modern society, I, it's like. Back when like cavemen, cave women days or whatever, there was definitely your physical body was what all your value came from, right? It was a very well, intelligence uh, is probably pretty important too. It was, but I, but uh, I'm just saying, like you don't have to be out there wrestling grizzly bears in modern society or spending your entire day out there, you know, raising the village children looking for berries like things have changed <laughs> and so things like gender roles are kind of not necessary anymore mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's it's sort that's why i think it's conventional because as it becomes less useful for us to impose those categories on people they start to shift and go away and so that's why I think it's it seems pretty conventional. Um, but anyway, we can we can move on from we can move on from that. Uh, and now we can talk about this is like the weirdest one. And this is called natural kind realism. Okay, so this is where things get weird. Uh, you may have noticed earlier we're talking about we're saying like look there are there's gold is the natural kind and then there are individual like pieces of gold. So realism holds that natural kinds are actual entities that exist. Okay. So there's two, uh, two entities Sorry, there's a, so if you if you have a diff, if you have some silver and you have some gold, the difference isn't between two different groups, but between two actual things. 
Right, but they're both metals. Is this, is this, yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a, this is a weird position because you're, you're introducing, you're trying to say that something seems to be real, but also at the same time, it's like, how can a natural kind be an actual thing? Why can't, why, like, why isn't, why did there need to be something more than just the particulars of it? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't imagine myself trying to shoot this shit with the people that uh, came up with this stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, this, this is a really hard problem to think about. So we'll, we'll, we'll look at an analogy, an analogous problem. Okay. That's Analogies called, uh, help. yeah. So this is called the problem of universals. All right. Okay. So imagine that you, uh, th- it helps if you can look at something. Um, so imagine my... you draw a circle and okay. in that circle, you draw the diameter across the circle. Okay. And then imagine that the diameter, that line becomes the base of a triangle. Okay. So now you have a circle and then inside that circle, you've drawn a triangle. Yep. Equilateral. Now you can do, uh, in this case, yeah, e- equilateral, I think. Right. I don't even know yeah. what that means. But anyway. <laughs> All the sides are the same length. Okay, not equilateral. Okay. Scalene or isosceles or whatever. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'll do isosceles. Yeah. Okay, so you can, do, uh, you can do a bunch of different proofs and theorems with triangles where you measure the lengths and uh and then you if you know one angle then you can figure out all the other angles right i did a lot of that in electrical school yeah, a lot of trig- yeah okay. trigonometry yeah so you so you so you yeah so you get this you're you're familiar with this so oh, yeah very basic level yeah so what's interesting about these is that if you do this demonstration once with one triangle you know that it it's going to apply to every single triangle of that kind. Yes. Right. When you, when you do the, you know, it's, it's universal. It'll apply yeah. to all triangles. Well, all the angles in any triangle will always end up to 180 degrees. Yes. Right? That's yeah. just a fact of nature or fact of nature. Nature. Did we invent triangles as human beings? <laughs> um, Crystals grow into all sorts of weird geometric shapes. That's true, but are they perfect? Yeah. Like perfectly? Well, yes. He, this is this is exactly what we're getting to. So I know that's why I'm leading us there. I know where we're thank going. You, oh, thank you. I'm just kidding. I have no <laughs> fucking idea where we're going. <laughs> okay. Right. So we we've, we've somehow we've learned something about all triangles, but we've only done this demonstration with one triangle that we've drawn on a piece of paper. And if we actually and let's pretend that we can zoom in on this triangle that we've drawn to prove our, uh, to prove our theorem. When okay. we zoom in on it, we realize that, oh, shit, our lines are not perfectly straight. Our angles are not actually what we said they were. Mm-hmm. The, the lines are all jagged. The circle's crooked. It's, uh, it's a, a totally bend. broken demonstration. Right. It's whatever, like, whatever, whatever we did, whatever math we did, Clearly, it wasn't actually based on this thing that we drew because the line, the measurements aren't right. Everything's wrong. So this thing that we drew wasn't actually a demonstration of 
the the proof like for example maybe the the angles all add up to 180 degrees yeah i guess it's all theoretical unless you can actually make a true perfect triangle yeah our demonstration like you said only actually applies to a perfect triangle mm-hmm. and so the one that we have here is actually just sort of like a like a stand in for that yeah but on the other hand, right, so we know that, like, but on the other hand, we know that the conclusion actually should apply to the triangle that we drew. And in fact, any triangle that we draw, it's this weird thing where it's like, yeah, like I look at it and I know it doesn't work, but I also know that if I tried to make a triangle, like with metal and stuff and use precise uh, calibrations, it, w- it, would, it, would, it would be getting close to the perfect triangle. So this is, this is weird. What is this perfect triangle? Where is it? How, how do we, how did we get access to it? If all we have are these imperfect drawings? Um, I don't think, well, with computers, can you? Does now? it somehow exist? It doesn't exist in nature, I don't well, think. Well, even on a computer, like, even on a computer, you can't draw a perfect triangle or a perfect circle. Maybe you can't. <laughs> I can do it. All right. Some people are good at MS Paint, but I don't know me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is there any, like, how precise, like, how would you even know? Like, you would have to get down to the, like, atom, the level of the atoms on whatever is building this, elect- this, um, this uh, triangle and make sure they're perfectly aligned, or else you'll never know if it's a, a perfect uh, triangle. Yeah. And, and here's, a, here's another problem. Because it's a perfect triangle, for example, it'll have three sides, yes, but it can't have any particular arrangement of sides. It can't, have, it can't be equilateral, it can't be isosceles, and it can't be scaling because it has to be the universal of all triangles, not just isosceles, scaling, or equilateral. It's really, it starts to get really weird. Yeah. I don't and know so what we the can, hell. Yeah. So, so it, you're so saying it, that there's no, there's no, going to be no, not even if the lines and angles are perfectly straight, they're not going to, like, they're not going to find, uh, well, I'm, 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 the, I'm, I'm literally breaking my brain trying to think of what you're talking about. So, so we've, we've figured out that we have this idea of a perfect triangle where it, it's the triangle that's proved by our mathematical theorems. But we also know that we can never actually make this perfect triangle exist in the real world. Right. And yet on the other hand, we know that we can get really close to it. And so it seems useful. But the question is, does it actually exist? Is there really a perfect triangle somewhere that exists that we somehow know about? Uh, I don't think. And, no, there isn't. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Yeah, it seems hard. It seems hard to imagine that that actually exists. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of is what the idea is with natural kinds. So are protons all the same size? Um, I don't know. They have different flips. 
the based on the based on their the quarks and bosons that they have in them. I think bosons, eh? Okay, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly, but I know there are protons and there are antiprotons. Holy fuck! Well, antimatter. That just sounds like bigotry at the microscopic level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so taking that over to natural kinds, um, they philosophers did the same thing with natural kinds. They would say, like, look at all these tigers. I know what a tiger is. I have this idea of a tiger. But when I look at actual tigers, none of them perfectly are a tiger. This one, maybe this one has three legs. Maybe this one doesn't have the, as many stripes as I would, as I would imagine. As you would define, <laughs> each tiger needs 164 and a half stripes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you, you try to define any, you try to define a tiger and you say, oh, like a four-legged carnivore. Well, guess what? Some tigers are going to have three legs. Some tigers might have a mutation that makes them hairless with no stripes. Is it still a tiger? Oh, that's where you're wrong, buddy, because tiger stripes <laughs> are actually in their skin too. So fuck you. Oh, shit, really? Hair. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. One might have the wrong pigment or something. Um, some tigers are white. Some tigers are orange. Whenever you try to define anything, you you quickly realize that like nothing, just like triangles, we can't draw a perfect triangle. There's no perfect tigers either. There is no uber so, ubermensch tiger. That is the definite <laughs> of the perfect tiger, the ideal tiger. Yeah. Yes. So where where so uh, we have to. So then you ask, okay, so maybe there's a natural kind of a tiger. There's a perfect tiger, and all other tigers are just getting close to that perfect tiger hmm. maybe the perfect tiger was the ones that came off of noah's ark because <laughs> they, they defined the rest of the tigers right the two best the two well yeah so that that uh so the people used to think that species were natural kinds but now they think with like the idea of evolution species uh seem less and less like natural kinds and that's because species are constantly changing and being a member of a species is more about having certain ancestors than it is about um, anything particular to, to your, to your own time or place. Mm. So the way they think about species now is they don't they, like, they used to actually define species as just animals that looked like each other. Like that's it. Well, the thing about no, they don't oh, do yeah, that. Okay, anymore. yeah. So species are never solidified into one thing, right? Everything's always evolving. Is that true? Is everything always yes. evolving? So yes. there is yes. no we're, or, any, or not, or it's going extinct. Yeah. Any group of species you categorize will not be the same in a few million years, probably, or it will change at least enough for yep. you to be like, that's not the same animal. Yeah. Ex exactly. Um, in the past, for example, they might have, uh, they used to think whales were fish, right? They categorized whales as fish because they look more like fish. Fucking But idiot. if you, if you, yeah, if you look at like our ancestors, we actually come, whales and people have a more, have a closer common ancestor than we do with fish. Mm -hmm. And you can actually like see this in the bones and things. But anyway. Um, yeah, there was a mat. So the first mammals lived in the water. Is that right? Or did mammals evolve on land and then some were like, fuck this, we're going back mammals, to the water? Mammals evolved on land and then some went back into the ocean. 
<laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. There's somewhere I was like, uh, it's like you guys spent so much time getting out of the ocean, and now we're just going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. We're going back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, they seem to be enjoying it, but I don't know. Not so much now. You honestly we're kind of fucking it up. <laughs> whales might be the that the the ideal uh, manifestation of your life on Earth. If you were if you were going to ha- become con- a conscious being on this planet. Being an orca would probably be pretty pretty cool. Um, a lot less stress, I feel like, than a human being. Yeah, yeah, potentially, potentially. I mean, the, just the thought of like swimming around in the dark all the time makes me scared. But if I was a whale, I probably wouldn't feel that way. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a whale probably thinks the idea of driving a car in a big city is pretty scary, but you know once it once it's got its license and the little experience under its belt they wouldn't think it's so mm-hmm. scary Here, here's a here's a a good question to help think about species uh if a suppose we found aliens from another world and they looked exactly like cats but they did not evolve from uh the same common ancestor as cats on earth they evolved totally independently on this alien planet but they happen to look exactly like cats. Would they be considered? Would you consider them the same species as a cat? Sorry, say on the that outside again. they look the same. So we we encounter aliens from another world that yeah. look like cats. Yes, but they evolved totally independently of Earth. No common ancestor whatsoever. Yeah, would they be cats? Cat cat like they look cat like, not exactly like cats. I would say that we would just end up calling them cats. <laughs> oh totally 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 <laughs> that's what definitely. i think would happen i think that definitely call them cat people space cats. <laughs> but uh i guess it would come down to can they can they procreate with our cats i mean we would definitely call them space cats probably mm-hmm. um but would they act like cats what if they're all vegan so they look exactly like <laughs> cats, but they had molars and they didn't have fangs. They only had molars. <laughs> that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. weird. I don't. I don't want to picture that. Uh, I don't want to picture a herd of them to eat my weeds. <laughs> That's gross. I thought um, about getting just a goat, like hiring a goat, and just letting it mow down my yard. Like three or four of them, maybe could do it. Yeah, I think. I mean, you definitely, if you start raising goats, you have to jump through a bunch of regulatory hoops, I imagine. But then no, no, you can I, start saving money because you're a farm. I don't want to own a goat. I want to rent a goat. I want to rent, oh, rent a, a squadron of goats. <laughs> rent a herd. Rent a herd. I want a fleet of goats to take care of my yard. At least Dude, get you could like... become a goat herd and, and rent rent out your goats. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally could. But uh, um, I don't. I don't want to deal with their bad juju, their fucking square poop pupils. That's not good. I don't know what happened there, but evolution really square pupils. Them. Yeah, look yeah. at goat eyes. They have square pupils. Goat eyes. It's probably the Ugh. scariest oh, shape rectangular. of people. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Hmm. Anyway. Um, oof. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I just looked at the score of the hockey game. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about goat eyes. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, um, we are almost at our time limit here. Sam, is there anything you want to do to summarize this whole conversation up? Yeah, so we started talking about natural kinds. This is how we... A common sense way of looking at the world is you look at the world and you think that you see categories of things. Yes. Weeds, gold, jewelry, cats, things like that. Yep. However, and we tend to think that th- that these categories are real uh, categories in nature that would exist independently of whether or not we observed them or whether or not we cared. But when you look at it more closely, you start to realize that some some things that we think of as natural kinds are actually just our own inventions, like weeds, for example. And then other things seem like they might be stronger candidates for like a real natural kind, like uh, like the element gold, for example. Yeah. That the, the elements are like the strongest case, but I'll, I'll, you can definitely just be like, well, they're all made of bosons and quarks so yeah yeah fundamentally they're probably made of quintiles and blib blops and <laughs> just keep going down and down until you're i don't know ant man Ant-Man. quantumania yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then there's jonathan majors sitting in a chair what's his chair made of at the quantum level it doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all uh <laughs> I was just doing a show with Patrick Malia and he did a whole little shtick about having to breathe air molecules the size of beach balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Oh yeah. Anyway. Uh, but we, yeah, so we should always remember that like, just because we think things seem like, you know, they're part of real categories that exist. We have to remember that we're always, our, our intelligence is active in the way it organizes our reality and presents it to us. I have active intelligence. Yeah. Quote me on that. All right. <laughs> well, good episode, Sam. I tried to learn as much as I could, but, uh, you know, I'm only human. It's a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But we, um, have, to, we have to do it. It's essential. It's essential. It's essential um, philosophy. Um, okay. Well, that's our episode. We will see y'all next week week maybe uh actually next week i'm doing like five shows with kathleen mcgee so i will not be available to do a podcast i'll be in kamloops on wednesday bernie's supper club silly sally on thursday i will be at denenzi's on friday i will be at rustic reel on saturday and i'll be at crown and thieves on sunday so busy 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 i will be at comedy bar on may 20th headlined by Kelowna's very own caleb campbell Oh really? <laughs> and then he's flying home. The one to man my invasion anniversary party the next day. So Dude, he uh, might not even make it to the show. He his flight lands like two hours before it starts. I know he was telling me that before <laughs> when I did this thing. Well, when he won that headlining spot from a contest that we do in Kelowna, I won one to do one in White Rock, and I got to the sh- the venue from the airport with like twenty minutes to spare. It was tight, tight, tight because my flight got delayed. So whatever. Maybe you'll have to headline then. No, it would probably be Kyle or Jack would headline. All right, fine. Okay, that's our show. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
the stone.